the hottest music podcast in the Midwest. Yeah. You are now listening to Loud Radio. This is Loud Radio. A-M-K-E Loud. You make me feel strange.
What's good, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Loud Radio. I go by the name of She Farrah. I am your host, your DJ, and your producer. Today we got a special guest on the show, man. Got my boy Purple Tay, Pete Tay on the phone. Say what up to the people, man. What it do? Hi, what it do? <laughs> man, first time guest on the show. Uh, thanks for calling in, man. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I had to do it. I had to. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been seeing you out here moving and grooving. Yeah. Actually, we know a lot. I think we know a lot of the same people. Yeah. And motherfuckers like, uh, get, get, bro, get, get on, bro. Shit. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely down. Then I see what you was doing. So I'm definitely for it. Yeah. Yeah. You already know, man. I'm trying to get everybody on this motherfucker. You feel oh, me? Oh, yeah. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Hell yeah. Because this is, like I said, I, I always tell people, man, I want this show to be the show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that show that um, just showcases all the talent in the city. You know what I'm saying? So we can become like a music capital or something like that down the line, bro. Definitely gonna happen. Definitely gonna yeah. happen. Especially with how you're doing it. Very, um, it's very innovative. Uh, and I feel like we're doing it this way. I feel like because was that you I was talking to? No, no, no. I think it was somebody else. But I was like, um, I feel like everything gonna start veering towards podcasts anyway, especially with COVID. Like. Yeah. Everything from the because ain't nobody finna go to no radio stations, bro. Like, ain't nobody finna be doing that. You gotta wear the mask and all that stuff, bro. And then you could just do the same thing from the comfort of your own home. You right. can, you know, what I'm saying, have whatever drinks, you know, what I'm saying, doing whatever you do, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, just yeah, have you know. one conversation. Yeah, so it is what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been working on this for a little while, so I'm glad we're here, you know, what I'm saying, finna uh, get to know you, you know, what I'm saying. Chop it up about some topics, man. Uh, welcome to Loud Radio. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, get real loud in here. Get real loud in here. <laughs> real. Yeah. Lately, I've been playing a lot of your features on the show, and today you're going to present us some new music, so I know that's exciting. And yeah. We'll get to that. But uh, first things first, uh, all my listeners know, you know what I'm saying, anytime y'all tap in, I get a background story of uh, a new guest on, <clears throat> a new guest on the show. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, man, where you was born and raised in the mill? Like, tell us about your your history, man. Man, so when I was a kid, you know, I used to enjoy um, movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, just one faithful night, you know, me and my mom's pops, you know, we was leaving the movie theater, you know. So we thought, you know, quicker way to the car, we'd veer off through the alley, you know what I'm saying? Then this robber come 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 up behind us, like. You know, I, I need I need y'all money. You know, I'm scared. I'm little. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Pops ain't having it. So, you know, Pops like, man, move around. You know what I'm saying? He mm. said, man, I said, I said, give me that money. You know what I'm saying? He took he took the gun out, got the shooting, man. Lost moms and Pops, bro. Wow. And then, like, 15 years later, I became Batman, nigga. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole back Batman. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was getting Batman vibes from that, bro. I'm like, man, you kind of uh, this like a Batman story. Y'all went to the movies, <laughs> went out in the alley. I'm like, damn, your shit sound like Batman. So so you joking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. I'm like, damn, that's I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, no, you need a real Batman. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was I was born and raised here in Milwaukee. Um. Uh, recently, I say from, uh, I have to say recently, recently I've been living on the east side, um, but I, I've, I've lived all over Milwaukee, so I just, I'm just, I'm here for the city, bro, like I was, I used to live on 
I've lived on 15th and Atkinson. I've lived on 17th and Atkinson. I've lived on 27th and Capitol. I lived on um, 39th and uh, 39th and nope, 35th, 35th and North, 35th and North. I lived on 39th and Hopkins. Like, bro, I done been all over here. And Hopkins, right there over by Hampton. So, man, mm-hmm. I done been Capitol, yes, Hampton. Atkinson. Now I'm over here on the east side. You know what I'm saying? So I done been all over the city, bro. So mm-hmm. and, and lived there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you uh side, huh? You named all the north side streets at first. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah, to the north yeah. side, man. North side, north side, <laughs> man. Uh always my people always stayed over on the um on the east side though. I, mm-hmm. I we just didn't live on the east side. So I'd be right. down here a lot, but now I actually live on the east side now. So you know what I'm saying? Get it cracking. Right. Uh, what schools did you, did you go to uh, growing up in the middle? Uh, so I went to what's the name of the damn school? Congress. I went to Congress. Okay. Uh, up to about second grade. I forgot if it was Congress South. Con- it, you know, it used to be like I don't know if you know, but it was like Congress South, Congress North. I can't remember that far back, but I know I, I know I was at Congress. I don't remember which one, but I went to uh, Congress growing up to about like second grade. Uh, moms had to had to go do a bid or whatever. So when I started staying with my grandmother, um, I went to La Follette. Mm-hmm. I went to La Follette till about fifth grade. Fifth grade, I bounced around a lot because fifth, fifth grade, I was at La Follette. Then like halfway through the semester, I switched to 35th Street School, which is, um, what's that? Uh, what's that right there on, uh, on Ham- Hampton? Uh, Dang, what school is that? I don't know if you know which one I'm talking about. Right there before Walgreens. Dog, it's right there. I don't what in Hampton, though. Shit. It's not like, it's, <laughs> uh, it's got a, it's, I think it's like, because it's not 27. It's like, uh, damn. I think it's like 30th. I don't, bro. It's something. It's right there, bro. Damn. I can't think of the damn name. They didn't know if they listening, but, uh, yeah. It was 35th Street when I went there, but like they switched it. And it's, it's not, I think it's slow now. Is it slow now? No, 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 class. That's where I went. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying they switched, they switched it now. So the name now is different. I don't know if I ain't know if you like moved over there or something. Oh, hell no. No, it's something over there. But uh, it was 35th Street when I went there. Then I switched from there and went to um, Garden Homes. And I went to Garden Homes from 5th to 8th grade. Okay. And then high school, I went to uh, arts, small high school arts. Okay, shout out to the arts. Shout out to Garden Homes. You went to Garden Homes, the, the public school or the uh, private one? Lutheran school. Oh, okay. So we was rivals back in the day, man. Uh, you went to, to Salah? I went to Salah all my life. Uh, my guy Lawrence uh, told me that y'all went to the same school. I don't know Lawrence. if you know Lawrence is. Yeah, yeah Lawrence. I know Lawrence is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Lawrence. That's my, that's my guy, though. <laughs> shout out Lawrence, man. Hope you're listening. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we was rivals back in the day. Garden Homes or Salah. I don't no, they, know about that shit right there. Hey, no, you wanna know what's crazy? I try so my mom got this joke like, man, you know, you had all this size and you ain't played not one sport. You ain't played one sport, right? But I tried, I tried my hardest. <laughs> like when I went to Garden Homes, bro, I tried out for basketball. I was there, bro. And I remember, but I was I was bad, bro. Like that's why I ended up going to uh to the Lutheran school to begin with, because I, I was always in trouble, bro. Fights, all that. So when I went to Garden Homes, like I was just a class clown. Like I wasn't disrespectful and then I was just I was but <laughs> like I would just be funny, bro. So right. I remember I had to stay after class, and the day I had to stay after was the day they was giving out the jerseys. 
So I already had, I think I already had a bad name at the school with, with the teachers and all that shit. So I don't even think they were going to give me one, but so I'm sitting in the class. I'm in a class with my guy um, at the time. It was a guy named David, guy named Vincent, and some other kids. Now, they were, they were my guys, though, but they was hella good at basketball. I was never, like, super cold at hooping, but I could hoop, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. good enough. Like, I can come off the bench and make it happen. You know? <laughs> so, so, I remember um, we were sitting there, and we was all in trouble, whatever. Like, I will say, like, 10 minutes passed, he let one of them go. So, I'm like, oh, he letting niggas leave. All right, back. So I'm sitting there, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my work. I ain't talking shit or nothing. Like, I'm just chilling. Then he let the other one go. So I'm like, all right. So I'm next. Then time going by, time going by. Nigga, I've been going to practice this whole time. So I know when practice over. So he's getting real close. So then I, you know, once it start getting to a point where I'm like, bro, they not going to let me last minute come get no jersey. I started showing my ass, nigga. Like, I was in class cracking jokes. I had motherfuckers in there laughing. I made his name, I ain't never forget his name was Mr. Dodge, bro. Like to this day, to me, bro, he is a whole bitch, bro. Like I, I was so cool at the school, nigga. The summer before, that was, this is my eighth grade year now. The summer before, uh, uh, the school uh, school year started. I came up to the school like I was that smooth at the school, bro. I could be up there. When I when it wasn't school time, bro. Like mm-hmm. I came up there, I seen him setting up in the class and shit. I said, Oh, you the new teacher? He like, Yeah, I'm like, what's your name? He like, oh, my name is Mr. Dodds. I was like, Oh, nice to meet you. Like, I had my cousin in that home. My cousin didn't go to that school. Like, bro, I was cool Mr. in that Dodge. home. Mr. Dodge, you made him want to get out of Dodge, huh? No, I swear he had he, he needed to get up out of Dodge. <laughs> so he pissed me off. So I'm up in there cracking jokes. He keep trying to tell me to be quiet, bro. I ain't having it, bro. I'm talking all type of shit. He got so fucking mad, bro. His face was red as fuck. He walk over to my desk. I was doing some makeup work. The nigga grabbed my makeup work, bought that shit up, and threw it in the garbage next to my desk. He was like, get out! So like, he, was, he was pissed. He was pissed. I was, bro, I was not listening to shit he had to say because I feel like he, fuck, he fucked me up on the basketball tip, bro. <laughs> fucked me straight up. Then when I got to um, when I got to high school, uh, I was tried out for football. Mm. Or high so, school. Uh, I was I went to arts, but arts we didn't have our own basketball, our own football team, so we had to play with Pulaski. Right. So I was going to the practices and shit, you know, whatever. And uh, they was trying to make me play. Like I show the fuck up either way. Like I'm I go crazy either way. But I noticed that they was trying to make me play a lot of uh offense. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, bro. If a, if somebody come out here and scout, if they like come and looking at teams as far as scholarships and all that shit is concerned, I'm like, bro, they gonna look at the quarterbacks, they gonna look at the uh, running backs, um, cause as far as wide receivers, you know, stuff that you can build stats for people to look right. at. And then I'm like, and then after that, on the defensive end, it's gonna be cornerbacks. They gonna look at uh linemen, all all that stuff on the defensive end, right? You know, cause right. it, cause you can count up a sack, like you keep getting sacks, they gonna count that shit up. I'm like, offense, I can't do shit. Like, I'm literally just doing my job of making sure nobody gets through. Like, that's it. That's all right. I'm doing. So that's not nothing for a motherfucker to be like, look at that man. Like, nobody going to say that shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. <laughs> I would come to practice, and every time they put me on defense, I'm showing my ass. I'm getting through, but they, they won't let us tackle because it's practice, and they don't need something happening to the quarterback. So I get through, get up on me, but then, you know, I ain't going to do nothing. Mm. So uh, what ended up happening was, they kept, like randomly start trying to make me keep doing offense, keep doing offense. Bro, I wasn't having it, bro. So like, I like not come on certain days where I know they're gonna be on that bullshit, right? They kicked me off the team. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, 
all right, fuck it type shit. So then they told me, this is what the coaches told me. They was like, come come to practice and just chill during practice. And we'll let you back on the team, right? I said, okay, cool. All right, bet. Well, it wasn't that they, okay. It wasn't that they was going to let me on the team. It was like, you know how motherfuckers be like, say like you fell, you fell in the class or some shit, and you tell the yeah. teacher, bro, I got to pass. And they be like, okay, you do this extra work, and we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, but you know, they usually be like, okay, because I see you putting in the work type shit. Right. You know, come to practice and sit through practice. I could not practice, bro, right. at all. I just had to stand there and watch. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, bet. Come to practice. I chilled a whole practice, nigga. I could have been doing other shit. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm sitting here showing y'all in good faith, like, all right, I'm fucking with y'all, but on the other end, bro, I'm not finna be doing offense all the time neither. So the right. end of practice get here, the coach is like, you know, they done came and spoke to me type shit. Um, they, we had this head coach, little short ball bitch. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we get to end of practice, ain't nobody saying shit shit. So um, they get in the little circle, you know, where they do the stretches at the end. Yeah. So they getting the stretches and shit. Now, mind you, I wasn't the only one. It was this other dude named uh, Marlon who was there too. Mm-hmm. So they start stretching. He walk up to the to the circle. I walk up to the circle. We get in there and we start stretching. Head coach walking around talking talking to the team and shit. The man get to get to me. He didn't say shit to the other nigga. He get to me. Me and stretching. Everybody in the big ass circle to say, "What are you doing? You're not on this team." Say why? I was so <laughs> I'm like, you gonna try to you gonna try to embarrass me? Yeah, okay. okay, like it was so, but then, <laughs> I, I, I do, I do shit to him or nothing. But man, it was just like, bro, I tried to play sports, bro. I tried my hardest, bro. But they was on some bullshit with me. I ain't finna waste my time. <laughs> I feel you one hundred percent. So tell us about your uh, something that you do do. You know what I'm saying? Your, your music. Tell us about uh, your music background, man. When did you start uh, first getting in the studio and shit like that? So uh, I've been singing, you know, like most black people. I grew up singing in church. Mm. <laughs> um, and when I used to go down south, I used to sing with my with my great aunt. And um, I actually was in a commercial, but I, I never seen it. I ain't never seen it. I guess I should go down there and ask to see it because it's on tape somewhere. But I was on one of her commercials that she did for her church. Mm. Um, and I was singing in that. But, you know, I was so young, like, you know, I. I didn't know if I like music or not. Like, I was just real young, but I was doing it. Um, when I got to about, I want to say, middle school, so I, I started writing I started writing raps. Like, I was really into rap at that time. Mm. Um, I was really into Biggie, though. Biggie was like, was like my main, excuse me, Biggie was like my main thing that I like to listen to. Um, a lot of New York stuff. Okay. And, uh, and on the singing side, so I say I listen to I listen to Biggie, I listen to Jay, I listen to DMX. Only the hits though, like I was too young to be having their actual album. So like whatever was yeah, on the, you know, that was my jam. Like I'm, I'm listening to that. I listen to Tupac a little bit too, but I prefer Biggie. Um, okay. And then on the singing tip, I listen to like Usher, Cisco. You know, I just enjoy, I just was enjoying the music, and then um. I would write so people in middle school they don't need on me for drawing because that's all I would do in class. I'll just draw, but the raps was in here. Like I'll just be like yeah. rapping in my head, but I'll be drawing something. So when I got to about 13, my uncle had a studio at his house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I was 12. I was 12 at the time. And he had a studio in his house. And I was like, I want to learn how to write songs. 
And my auntie was like, you want to, you what you want to write? And I'm like, I don't know, because I ain't never wrote a song before. And she was like, well, what you want to talk about? You know, I'm like, I want to talk about girls. Like, I'm, I'm trying to talk about that. And she like, well, what about them? So, like, she had gave me, like, this structure, like, with this, uh, we had grabbed, like, a notepad. And she, like, write the topic, like, uh, whatever about the girl. Like, oh, she a cute girl. All right, then uh, write the, um, what, what you like about girls, what you don't like about girls, what you want to do with the girl. Like, she had me write all this stuff down, right? Mm-hmm. So then she went downstairs. She got to playing on her keyboard and made me a beat. No, she made me a beat out of the like Michael Myers. Uh, um, you know the do 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 do. Wow, that's nice. So like she got the uh, I was gonna play it right here. <laughs> my keys right here, but uh, oh, okay. She um played the played it and then she like flipped it and made it into a song, and like that it was my first song and then she was like um uh, it was like. She could be a cutie pie with Beyonce's eyes, but she gotta be cool to get a guy like me. Nice smile with a sexy walk, but you gotta be cool to get a guy like me. I like a girl with attitude, but she can't be rude when she kick it with me. I forgot, I forgot how to how I end. Oh, it was like, if you think that you could be the one, shawty, holla at me. It was, I don't remember the verses though. I just remember that hook. That was the very first song I ever, ever wrote, bro. Nice. And um, after that, I was I was addicted. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing yeah. for the rest of my life. Like that, it, it's done deal. And um, after that, uh, when I used to come over to my uncle's house, sometimes they'd be too busy. So like, I come over there and I just sit there. Like I won't even get to record, but I just be in the studio, like sitting there, hoping like, okay, they see me sitting down here long enough. Somebody will come down here and show me how to do something. Uh, but it never happened. And then once I got once I uh, got fourteen. I got my first summer job and I, in my head, I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my studio. So I was, I would save up all my money from all my checks throughout the summer. Everybody else, they like want to buy shoes. You know, we all go to the mall and I just walk around with them like, Oh, you should get this. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like I saved up all my money. And then at the end of the summer, I went and bought me a computer. I bought me some, uh, I bought me some speakers. I bought me a microphone. Like I bought the whole, the whole nine yards. Yes, sir. But then I asked my uncle, like, okay, well, how I bounce the song? And he'd be like, no, you need to learn how to record. You need to learn how to. But he'd never teach me nothing. He'd never teach me nothing. But he'd say I had to learn it. And then whatever I did ask him, he wouldn't tell me. So, like, I literally had to learn everything myself. And that's when YouTube really started hitting because that's when I was going on YouTube finding out everything. Like, how you bounce a song? What what volume you record at? But, yeah, that's how I got into it, just just from a young age. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, I love the R&B scene here in the city, man. Uh, it's a very slept-on genre at times. Um, who are some of your favorite R&B artists um, in the game today, and um, who are some of your favorites growing up? Today, I would have to say Bryson, Brent, uh, her, her. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, she made me listen to music. That I don't even really like. I don't really go for like the 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 guitar type, you know, type right. of freestyle R and B for sure. But I go, I go for it for her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Chloe bad, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really listen to that. I don't really listen to her <laughs> music like that. Uh, yeah, I have to say, I have to say those three as of right now. Like that's who I really listen to the most right now is uh, Bryson, Brent, and her. Okay. What about when you was like top three? Who um like do a top five favorite R and B artists growing up? 
Top five? Oh, okay. Uh, top five. I would say Aaliyah, the mute, the musician Robert Kelly, R. Kelly, the musician. Yeah, gotta say that because motherfuckers. So you support like no nigga, no nigga. (laughs) Exactly. Damn. (laughs) Um. So Aaliyah and R. Kelly for sure. Um, Usher. I I I listen to a lot of Usher a lot. Uh. Chris Brown had inspiration from, from like high school, middle school to like mid high school. Then it wasn't really inspiration. It was just more so like he just made good music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I not like nothing against him or nothing. But when I I was like a real big Chris Brown fan when he first came out. Like I was super huge. Like I needed to mm-hmm. see every song when he dropped. I needed to see every video. I used to learn the dance moves, everything. <laughs> But I don't know. It was just like, and it had shit to do with the Rihanna thing. It was just, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. I just felt like I was getting he. It was being oversaturated. Like I was being. I like listening to low key shit where I feel like don't nobody else listen to it, even though I know other motherfuckers right. listen to it. <laughs> and it was just too many people who was just on on Chris Brown, and I was just like, uh, I gotta find something else. Mm. Especially when they come, I feel like whoever you listen to a lot of. They start to have a lot of influence on when you make music. And I like my music to sound different. And if all you do is listen to Chris Brown all the time, right. eventually, um, and this and this goes for any artist, whether it be rap or or RB, like if you listen to a specific artist over and over and over, and that's really the main person you listen to, eventually um you will start to uh, uh pick up on a lot of stuff they do, like how they how they say certain vowels or how they end certain words or certain melodies that they use, mm-hmm. you'll start picking that up and start introducing it into your own music because that person is having a high influence on you. Right. And I love I love Chris Brown music, but it was like, bro, if I'm going to be making music, I can't be listening to Chris Brown like that because he's going to start to influence my music. And I'm pretty sure he's influencing a lot of other people's music. And I need my shit to sound a little bit different than that. So, right. um, so I uh, Aaliyah, R. Kelly, Usher. I definitely listened to a lot of Cisco growing up. Um, who who would be a fifth? Somebody got to be somebody cold. So it can't it can't be no trash. Uh, over everybody else. So you picking the top five is no. the toughest. Question in music, man. It's hard to only pick five that you love the most, you know? Yeah, I picked Neo, though. Neo? Okay, that's a good and one. That's a good reason, one. And the reason I picked Neo is because I'm also a songwriter. Right. He has a very high influence on my on my songwriting. Mm-hmm. So, def- so definitely. He'll fool with the pen, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and there ain't too many people who can who can write for people and, and make hits for themselves. Exactly. It ain't yeah. too many people who can do that. Plenty of collaboration, plenty of features, all that shit. <laughs> yeah. So give us a sneak peek in the booth, man. When you writing and coming up with concepts in the studio, what are some things that inspire you when you write? I know you talked about how you wrote your first song. So what about when you write new content? Um. So now I just uh, I just take from uh from life. Um. I make so if I like I if I'm if I'm going through heartbreak I make a song about uh heartbreak you know if I'm going mm-hmm. through having a good time uh make good time type music um I really try to switch stuff up sometimes I try to make a I try so my goal is to be known for variety 
Mm-hmm. Because a lot of niggas, a lot of niggas be trying to call themselves like king of R&B or prince of R&B type shit. And I think they miss a lot of the, like me, I really look, I really look up to R. Kelly on the music end. Um, like he was the main R&B artist I listened to, main one, female Aaliyah, uh, male R. Kelly, nonstop. Like, mm-hmm. and something people need to realize is he's the king of rhythm and blues. You know what I'm saying? He's not the king of uh, rhythm and sex, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of niggas we ready to call they say, Oh, I'm the king of RB or I'm the prince of RB of this generation. But it's like, bro, you yeah, R. Kelly made bump and grind, but he also made I believe I can fly. He yeah. also made world's greatest. Yeah, he's also made step in the name of love, mm-hmm. happy people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's made he's made so many songs that ain't got shit to do with sex. And that's mm-hmm. what makes him the king of R and B. Niggas will make one song about some pussy and then think they the king of R and B. And then they shit didn't even go number one. It wasn't even top yeah. ten. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, come yeah. on, bro. Come on, man. Like, yeah. how you, king of, how, you ain't the king of shit until you at the top of something. Like, you have to right. be at the top of something, bro. Like, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with these niggas, man. They need help. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Niggas is not kings, bro. So you got a nice project on the way then. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, we're going to get into some shit that yeah. you got uh, cooking in the cooking. Uh, and so uh, how many, tell us about it, man. How many tracks you got coming and uh, what's the drop day? What can we expect? So right now I'm working, man, I'm trying to get this project together, but I need this project to be like super high quality, like studio uh, uh, industry standard. Mm. Um, So... I'm really taking my time with it, so I don't really have a release date yet. I am going to be dropping a track called Skincare really soon, like really, really, really soon. Really soon. Like, like maybe this week, maybe next week. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I got it. I got it already. I got to uh, fly out to LA, shoot the video, get that all done, and then uh, fly back here. So that's something I got coming on the way, like soon. I I have been working. I have been making music. I'm gonna have some for everybody who've been asking me because I do got people. Who asked me? Um, and another thing, artists in the city, bro. I know it's really hard to make it out this city, bro. And, and you got that one, two, three, four people who really fuck with you, bro. Who be checking on your music, be trying to see when your next drops gonna be, bro. Cherish them. Them is your them is your a ones, bro. Mm-hmm. Like them, the people who, who was here before everybody else, before you blew up. It was the people who was checking for where that new where that new track at. Cause I I, I ain't gonna jack, bro. Like I got I get a you know decent amount of views on stuff. But, like, I really only got, like, a handful of people who really be checking for music. Like, mm-hmm. where's the music? Like, I'm good. I'm You a good guy. Right. <laughs> you enjoy your personality, but where's the music? Like, right. they, they want it. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that uh-huh. can be, like, feel like, okay, you got to give them what they want. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, yeah, I, I got some stuff coming for y'all. Skincare definitely going to be dropping soon. Um. Man, speaking of, speaking of music, first of all, I want y'all to know that these headphones ain't even plugged into nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they want this to be like, oh, that nigga had on headphones for no reason. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> all that. But uh um speaking on the music scene in Milwaukee, bro, be more professional. Y'all gotta get more professional yeah. than this, bro. I can't even shoot a video in Milwaukee, bro, because niggas is the most unprofessional niggas I have ever, 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 ever had the pleasure <laughs> of having to live with, bro. Like it's terrible. Like, okay, okay. We, look, you got you got artists, you got producers, you got videographers in the city. You got big name. You got big names in each category. You got small names in each category, but they exist. 
We have enough niggas here doing all three categories where we can be eating off each other and make some. Yeah. This is where the problem comes in. I ain't even gonna touch on artists. I've been talking about artists since since I started music. I don't even got nothing to say about artists. Like yeah. artists, they they got their shit they gotta work on, and, and it ain't no less or no more than the other two categories. I just don't want to talk about it because it's like, bro, y'all should know by now because everybody always saying about the support and about the niggas don't want to work with niggas and all of that weird shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna touch on producers. Stop expecting artists to pay you 700 to a, a G for your beat. Just stop. Yeah. Like, if the, is the, is the, you gotta, uh, and now I'm not saying that you're not worth that, but niggas gotta understand what the goal is. Like, figure yeah. out what your goal is. Your goal, if your goal is to blow and to be a top producer that everybody knows, that everybody wanna work with, I'm not saying you gotta put your shit out here for free, but nigga, you have to do something that's gonna get you out here in a in a quantity. Like, you have to be right. having a lot of beats out here, and motherfuckers keep turning around like, who's that? Who is that? And they keep hearing your name. Yo, hear shit, your every beat. Yeah, ain't nobody finna do that shit. If you charging 800 and up for beats, and your name ain't fucking, uh, fucking Southside, like, right. nigga, you ain't hit maker, you know what I'm saying? And the crazy yeah. part is, a lot of these producers don't know, but once you get in the game, you don't even get paid up front for beats anyway. You take your royalties on the back end. Yeah. So I don't even understand. Like, niggas, come on, bro. Y'all got to be smarter. Y'all working too hard and not working smart, and that's why y'all tired. Um, <laughs> To the videographers, bro, I said this shit on my Facebook page the other day, bro. I'm like, yo, niggas be so quick to say, okay, so this was the, this what happened. I went on my Facebook page. Mind you, I don't do shit here no more. I don't shoot videos here no more. I don't try to go to the studios here no more. I don't try to do shit here because niggas is unprofessional as fuck. Like, they the most unprofessional. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's other niggas uh, other places who are unprofessional, but I'm just sick of this shit here. I'm, it's over with. Right, yeah, I feel so, <laughs> I put on my Facebook page, I'm like, I need a videographer because I was I was just gonna, I was going to give it a shot. I was giving it a shot for somebody, for one of my guys. I was like, I'm going to just see what happens. So I was like, I need y'all to tag all the videographers. If you're a videographer and you're trying to make some money, uh, tag them at the bottom, comment on the bottom, and uh, inbox me or uh, message me some of y'all work. Mm-hmm. So a guy that I know, um, he was like, oh, this this ain't the way to go about it. I was like, what you mean? You know what I'm saying? And he like, well, you know, if you want a real videographer, bro, you know, you don't want to be writing on Facebook because you're going to get any blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's the point. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they work look like. You know what I'm saying? I, if they send me trash, I'm not going to just go with it. But he mm-hmm. thinking I'm one of these regular <laughs> Milwaukee niggas. Right. And I don't even do shit here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just doing this. Exper- I'm experimenting just to right. see you here. You know what I'm saying? So he told me he got this dude. Now, mind you, I got videographers in other cities. So, mm-hmm. bro, and I know how much they charge. And they don't charge a lot for me. They don't charge a lot. And on right. top of that, it's super high quality, super cinematic high. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> how much they talking? My man's was like, he charging, what did he say? Man say he was charging 600. I said, no, I'm straight. He was like, man, but if you really want, uh, I, no, 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 I, I said, I'm straight. Now, it wasn't that I couldn't afford it. It just wasn't in my budget. Why? Because I have another videographer in another city who I can pay less than that and still get high quality. So why would I unnecessarily pay more? It doesn't make sense. So I could afford it. But it's not in my budget. So I told him, I said, it's not in my, it's not in my budget. Mm-hmm. So he went on this field of, 
you know, it's, it's about quantity or, or quality. And, you know, artists got to be willing to invest in they, in the invest in their craft and they got to be able to do this, that, and the other thing. Third, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, y'all want videographers want to charge high prices and then jump to saying artists need to be willing to invest in their craft, but you're not investing in your craft. You want me to pay $600 for you to show up with your cannon. That's it. That's all you showing up with. You ain't got no locations. You ain't got no indoor. Lo- we in Wisconsin, bro. It's cold as hell. You ain't got no indoor locations. Come on, bro. You got to be smarter than that, bro. You ain't got no lights. And if you did have lights, they ain't different color lights. Bro, you don't have a red. You have a cannon. So it's not even finna be like super, super cinematic where it can compete with any. Yeah, I ain't even I'm the fuck trying to compete with like a Drake or a Chris Brown or a Lady Gaga or some shit like that, mm-hmm. nigga. I'm trying to just compete with Tosi. That nigga just just <laughs> to come up. Like I can't even get something close to that. This nigga ain't even paying for Chris Brown grade, Beyonce grade video. Like, come on, bro. Like, you can't even give me that. But you talking about I need to invest, but you ain't investing in yourself, nigga. Do you even got a drone? No. Oh, come on, my guy. You got yeah. the same camera you done had for the last six years. You ain't you ain't made no new investment onto your camera. <laughs> Yeah. Like, but don't 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 push that. Everybody. So basically, what I'm getting at, Charles, everybody needs to invest in their craft. Don't be hopping on niggas' ass if a nigga ain't got some shit in his budget, and if you need rent paid next week, you should be just working with the nigga on what he can give you. I don't, I, I I don't see a problem with that as long as it's not like a big ass difference. Like if a nigga say, "Hey, I want to shoot a video," uh, and you charge six hundred, and a nigga say four, do it for four. Right. What the fuck you got going on? You gonna tell this nigga no to c- cover your ego, and now you finna sit in the house and do shit. So you ain't even finna do nothing. That four hundred dollars that you taking is not only gonna pay for anything that you need, but it's content and exposure to get your name out there as a videographer. Mm-hmm. Because now you can post that shit on your page. That whoever shot that video, hopefully you did your shit right, because a nigga will post you and be like shot by blah blah blah. Right. Then that's more work coming your way. Somebody see that and be like, oh shit, he shoot nice videos and he for the low. Then somebody gonna come up to you and be like, hey, all up in your shit, like, hey, I need a video shot. But niggas don't mm-hmm. think they don't think about the long game, bro. They think about what they can get in their pocket right now. Broke as hell, still sitting in this motherfucker. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's that's some of the uh issues we face here in the city. You know, we face it at times that uh that crabs in the bucket uh mentality and yeah, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people know that. And a lot yeah. of people know that we need to get rid of that mentality. Yeah. And I ask this question all the time. I ask it on the show a lot of times, too, when I spoke to, you know, guests who feel the same way you do. You know, I feel away. you know what I'm saying, at times as well. So yeah. it's like, what can we do to get rid of that mentality? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And before you answer, I'll say answer. I'll say, man, we just got to keep collaborating. Like, I mean. Kind of like what we already been saying this whole time is like we all got to work together and see the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really ain't about money at first when you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, contribute and make money at the end. Yeah. Ain't really ain't about it. If you you love what you do, you would do it for free. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, and um, everybody's money hungry and want to flex on each other, basically. That and and therein lies that part right there. That in lies the problem, bro. Like niggas just want to be niggas want to be the head nigga or they want to be the nigga who a founder of this or founder of that. It was like, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Nigga tell me if a nigga tell me like we finna make a million, Mm. even though a million ain't really a lot of money, but a nigga say we finna make a million and that mean I got to walk through the door second or third. 
I'm gonna walk through the door second or third, bro. Niggas right. egos, niggas egos is the problem. We gotta figure out why don't you wanna work with niggas? Right. Like that that's I mean, like and, and not saying niggas got to. It's some niggas here, it's niggas in the industry now who put out project after project and don't got no features on it. Like ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with um with working by yourself, but like you niggas gotta stop trying to flex you trying to flex on the wrong niggas like right you trying to flex on the wrong niggas like we niggas be making niggas make unnecessary ops from with niggas i got you know brave yeah my nigga brave was finna shoot a video i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say the videographer name i don't i don't i don't even finna i don't even want to get that deep on it because i don't even know how sensitive niggas is but <laughs> shout out brave that's my nigga you yeah that's my boy that's my boy. <laughs> hey he actually is featured on skincare so, uh, yeah, he gonna y'all gonna okay. hear him. Like, that's, that's he gonna definitely gonna in. Yeah, it's going in. Uh, I know, he, he was on his uh recent uh cold summer too, weren't you? Yeah, yep, only fans, only fans on the show. So <laughs> I, I'm already knowing. I'm tapped in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog, that shit was crazy. I, I love that song though. Uh, we got to shoot a video to that too. Um, but yeah, he had hit me up and was telling me like a uh a videographer here who's you know well known. He had hit him up and was like. Hey bro, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get a video shot, and he was like, I don't shoot with artists who ain't got no name. That's fucked up. Like what? That's crazy, but that's now, the problem I, right there. Now saying now I'm gonna say this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. That's fucked up for sure. But now looking from his perspective, I'll be like, okay, well maybe he been shooting with niggas who ain't have no name and giving them names and probably had a bad experience, so he just over the shit. Right. Understood, understandable. But what you gotta understand, my nigga, is you can't be no bitter ass nigga. You gotta hold yourself accountable for who you fucked with and who fucked you over, and then mm-hmm. niggas in that space. You don't drag that shit to the next nigga. Right. Who not even on that shit with you? Exactly, because the next nigga is gonna probably blow, and that could have been your way out. He a cool ass nigga, and you ain't even know because you all up in your feelings about some some other nigga did to you. Yeah, that's crazy. Some weirdo shit. Like, bro, you gotta, yeah. you gotta. You made a mistake by trusting a trusting the motherfucker as far as you did, and then getting fucked over or screwed over. Okay, you learn. You got to learn to read them signals and see the red flags and niggas. And something my uh my pops taught me, or all, all my father figures, bro, like uh, teaching me game and shit, bro. Is just because a nigga is one way with you, don't mean that they're gonna be that way with somebody else. Or just because somebody some way with somebody else, don't mean they be that way with you. Right. It might, it, it might be a dude who a solid ass nigga. To your to your homeboy, to your to your nigga over here. But when it comes to you, nigga, he probably a straight snake. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta you gotta learn how to deal with niggas, bro. You gotta look for the signs, bro. Right. You gotta look for the signs and get y'all paperwork done. Shit, niggas be scared to pull that paperwork out. <laughs> on paper, nigga, it ain't worth doing. You you think you think Jay Z get offended with paperwork? No, you think? Highly you, doubt it. <laughs> no, none of them niggas get offended with paperwork. They cool with CEOs and corporations and all type of shit. They cool with them niggas. But when they get ready to do that business, paperwork. If a nigga is offended about paperwork, the nigga is trying to snake you. As far yeah. as hard as it may be, walk away because he's yeah. letting you know, bro, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable with doing some shit where I got to be accountable in the end. He's mm-hmm. telling you. Like, right. I'm doing that. Like, bro, don't mm-hmm. do it. Right. And despite all this mess that we go through, man, our city is still thriving. Our city is still growing. You know yep. what I'm saying? So what is something that you want to add to a city that's growing like this? 
Uh, first, I want to say shout out to Lakia. I also shout want to her, yeah. shout out to Giannis, even though he ain't from here. Man, what would I add? Shit. I don't know, bro. Like the city, the city cool. I just man, I wish I wish niggas would. I wish niggas would do shit how they used to do it back in the day. Because I feel like if niggas did shit how it was done back in the day, we'd have more shit here. Like yeah. bro, because, the same way. <laughs> because niggas get so reckless. Like niggas, I feel like niggas feel like the more reckless they get, the more the more credibility they get. Right. And, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But it don't even be like street shit. It'd be like oh, just overall, like you know what I'm saying, the street. Uh, on social media, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas just do shit for for clout, credibility, mm-hmm. credibility or clout or whatever. Like, oh yeah, nigga, I, I went in Mayfair and let that shit ring. Like, nigga in Mayfair, yeah, nigga in Mayfair, I'm a real ass. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, like geek off of that, that. When at the end of the day, it's like, bro, that's the last mall we got. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we used to have a Grand Milwaukee Mall, right. Mayfair, and fucking uh Bayshore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bayshore. It's, it's all outside now. I think they turning that motherfucker into like mm-hmm. a housing yeah. uh, complex or something. Yo, but not not even to cut you off, bro. Like speaking yeah. on Mayfair and Bayshore, it's almost like you know niggas ruin Mayfair and Bayshore. We couldn't when we was growing up, bro. We was in like high school, bro. We couldn't even go into Mayfair without a parent. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. acting a fool in Bayshore too. You couldn't even go in Bayshore without a parent. Came, couldn't. I know you remember North Town on uh seventy six, North Town Cinema. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off 76 and Good Hope. We used to stay up in there, and after a while, you couldn't go in there with no uh, with no adult. So it was like, y'all motherfuckers be acting reckless, but shit, a lot of privileges got took away from us, you know what I'm saying, when we was growing up. Luckily, we was like 12 and 13 by the time shit started changing, but it's like still, you know what I'm saying, that shit yeah. was annoying in the motherfucker. It, it, definitely, I agree. I forgot all about fucking Yeah, it's crazy. I forgot niggas niggas didn't have to drive too far to go to the movies. Now niggas gotta be all in Menominee Falls and all yeah. that type of shit, bro. Yeah. Just just cause niggas don't know how to chill the fuck out, bro. Like, and it don't even be that serious, bro. Like, handle that shit somewhere else, bro. Like, follow <laughs> I'm not, not advocating for, for black on black violence. Follow that nigga to some other place. Like, oh, like go shoot, go shoot. He got the fucking McDonald's. We got like 200 of them hoes. Like, nigga, we only have. Like three malls, bro. Like chill the fuck out. Right. <laughs> Damn. Like you Nick- said, we ain't got the Grand no more. Like you said, we ain't got a Milwaukee Mall no more. So we really ain't got a lot of malls in the city. We don't got like Northridge or, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Like I, I go to whenever I like try to go to the mall, bro. Like if I can't, uh, if I can't go to Mayfair, then I go to like Southridge or something. That's still hella far. That's a drive, I- right? there sometimes and they be like all right bro look like, they be some chill ass dudes you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying they be they be cool whatever you know they be having the philip line belts and you know what i'm saying <laughs> you, know, you know you know you what you dress a certain way when you live a certain lifestyle right <laughs> you know what niggas about you know what i'm saying and it be cool you be like all right, right. man as long as you don't come up here with that bullshit because mm-hmm. like, where the fuck we gonna go get our clothes from we're gonna be shopping <laughs> on the rest of our life after. right you know what i'm right. saying yeah you and i listening to love
2020 man uh, uh what's your take on what how everything went man uh, what did 2020 teach you that's one of the questions i've been asking everybody on the show this season so what did 2020 teach you bro uh i would have to say bro um it it, mat- it was very uh maturing experience i actually lost my grandfather um uh, in 2020 mm. to COVID. Wow, um, sorry to hear that thanks bro i appreciate it um and what it taught me was let little let little shit go. Let mm-hmm. little shit go. Little shit. I ain't had no problems with my grandfather, man. It just let me know that life was, you know what I'm saying? Life ain't promised. Even though he was an older guy, but still life life still ain't promised, right. bro. Anybody can get up out of there. Cause I felt like my grandfather was gonna be here for a long ass time. Like, regardless of him being in his 70s, like I was just like, bro, he's he's seemed like somebody who I wouldn't wouldn't have to think about passing away, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I just don't sweat little shit no more, bro. Like I, I remember I used to be a real like I told you when I was growing up, I was a real hothead, bro. I stayed in fights. Part of that was because my my mom was locked up. So I and my pop my pops locked up too. So I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know what I'm saying? So I was troubled. So now that I'm older and then dealing with that shit, bro, I'm so like mild, bro. Like I don't do shit. I be chilling. You know what I'm saying? I don't argue with, you know, females and nothing like that, bro. Like, I just be smooth. Motherfucker get mad at me or whatever. It's just like, all right, well, you do what you got to do. And I, I just go to the extent to, you know what I'm saying, try to have a conversation with people and just leave it there. But I don't sweat small shit. I don't let shit, I don't let shit shift, shift my character. Um, So that's just what I learned from that, bro. Just to be chill. You know what I'm saying? Don't take everything so serious. Um, 
and life is short. So regardless of who you arguing with or whoever you see, don't see eye to eye with, if you love that individual, cherish the time you got with them. Even if it's an argument, don't let the argument last longer than it needs to. Right. 100%. And uh, what are some takeaways from 2020 that you will uh, apply to your business plans in 2021? I feel, I feel like not being so uh, easy to get hot-headed, I feel like that transfers over to business uh very well just because um i feel like a lot of shit gonna a lot of shit gonna hit the fan in the business like i don't know why but i just i've been learning a lot like in stages i've been learning a lot about the music business bro and right now i'm just in this stage a lot of shit about the music business is getting exposed about fucked up management fucked up road management fucked up uh 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 not accountants what the hell he was talking about like having having yes man, you know, yeah. even having even your day ones, bro. Like you got day ones, that can become an issue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just so many issues. Uh, no sleep, trying to balance having a career and having a family. Like you know, not I, and I ain't even got no kids right now, but you know, eventually I will. And it's like, damn, that's gonna probably be a hardship I have to go through. You know, just looking at you know looking at the cars and like and saying, do I really want to pick that hand up? You know what I mean? And I, I still do. Don't get me wrong, but. You know, it's just stuff to take into consideration. You know what I'm saying? And you got to understand from the perspective of what you uh what you putting people through. I was just going to say something to your ass, and I sure forgot that fast. And he was like, <laughs> what was I saying? I was, about, I was talking about the game. Damn, it's slitting. Damn. It had, some, it had something to do with the music industry, though, about uh about how they, how, uh oh, oh, yeah, I remember now. Day one, so let's talk about that. To all artists who are listening to this podcast, you ain't got to be an artist, bro. Somebody, somebody who who's driven to reach a goal, um, and be successful and financially successful and wealthy, you ain't obligated to pay shit for nobody. Right. You ain't got to pay your day ones a dime. You ain't got to pay your family a dime. You ain't you don't owe anybody shit. This is why I say that. If my family was so responsible for my success, I'll be successful right now. Exactly. So me saying that is to say, not saying you shouldn't do anything for your family, but whatever you do for somebody, make sure you're doing it out the kindness of your heart. You don't owe nobody shit. Right. You don't owe nobody a damn thing, bro. Don't let these niggas, don't let these niggas fool you. Especially if these niggas like me, I feel like I bought my, I bought my, my my keys. I bought my 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 mixer. I bought my microphone, my speakers, my my computer, my programs, my plugins. I bought all that, and then I put in the time. I learned how to mix my shit. I learned how to make music. I learned how to put the shit on digital platform. I learned all of this shit myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave me an investment. Nobody loaned me any cash to buy shit. I did all of this shit myself. So when I do become successful, yes, I'll help my family out, but that's my money. And if I don't want to help you, I'm not going to. And you ain't got to help nobody. You don't feel like helping because you put in the work, the hours, and the time. Now, if somebody was loaning you money and shit, like believing in you for real, don't do no snake-ass shit, bro. Like, you got to be there for person. Now, you ain't obligated to give that person everything you have, but you should look out for that person uh, when they need you because they was there for you. But as far as like, cause I, you know, I was watching T Pain podcast. You know, he's like, you know, your day one, day one, like, bro, you remember I always said you are gonna make it, bro. Let me, let me hold fifty thousand. Let me hold, or just having niggas who your day one and they don't want shit for themselves. Birds of a feather supposed to flock together. It ain't about being rich or poor or wealthy or not. 
It's about the fact that I'm so driven in this music. I'm driven. Like, I've been doing this music shit. I made my first song when I was 12. And then I got my studio when I was 14. I've been doing music from 14 to I'm 26. I've been doing this shit for, what's that, 12 years? Mm-hmm. That's 12 years that I've been constantly trying to get to where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody, I don't know nobody else in my family who's been doing the same thing every single day, uh, every single year, as long as I have. I've been doing this shit for 12 years, my God, 12 years. Niggas ain't doing that, bro. Like, I didn't, my cousin, yeah, they, they do shit, but shit change all the time. They want to do this, then they want to do this, then they want to do, bro, I've been doing the same thing for this long, bro, like pushing. So when I make it, I, I, I got you, but at the same time, you need to go get your own. You need to be driven. You got to be driven, because niggas don't be driven for real. They be trying to, and ain't nobody living off me except my, except my wife and my kids when I get them. Like, ain't nobody else living off me. My mom's. Shit, I'm make sure she's straight no matter what. You know what I'm saying? But anybody else, like, nah, bro. Get that shit y'all on. Be driven, bro. Don't be no, don't be no coattail, bro. Right. Like you saying, man, you've been doing this shit for 12 years now. You you ain't new to it. You true to it. Yes, sir. (laughs) It wasn't a phase. It wasn't a phase. Man, straight up though. A lot of people go through phases. And I I can relate that, right? Relate to that 100 percent Man, I've been doing music and working with audio since I was about 15. So Oh yeah, I'm you 20, 25 now. So I'm just doing the same thing I've been doing in my mama's basement. You know what I'm saying? But now we take it to another level. Yes, sir. You feel me? Yeah. You already know. Um, it's Black History Month, man. Uh, so we gotta chop it up about some grace. You know what I'm saying? You brought that to the table. Um, yes. so many grace out there um that fought for our freedom and things like that. So when you when you hear black history, what are some names that pop up in your head right away? Oh man, uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, it's uh, basically all musical. Like, of course, you got the Martin Luther Kings, the Michael Mexes, mm-hmm. the Muhammad Ali's, the uh, Sojourner Truths. You know, you have all of, all of those, but you know, you're really, really, really oversaturated with that in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I looked at the more entertainment. So, like, you don't know how excited I was, bro. The year came, and like our teacher, my teacher at the time, had let us like talk about. They demanded that we talk about other people besides Marlon Pekin in class, bro. Because I was like, bro, like nothing against them, but they, you know how it was when you was in school, bro. Like, right, yeah, good, bro. And they damn near never talked about Michael Mix. You know, yeah, no, nah. hated him. Nah, they were Marcus Garvey, nobody. Oh, uh, <laughs> none of them, none of them angry black men. We ain't talking too aggressive. Like, no, nah, bro. Like, yeah. But so definitely uh all those people I just named, Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, Richard Pryor, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, like all the greats in every category. History, all of it. Every everybody, bro, because everybody, everybody. We are we are the history, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, especially all this bullshit, bro. With uh, with Trump had motherfuckers going. You know, I work um, I work for Delta Airlines, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't get me wrong, Delta def- definitely stands for diversity. But we had motherfuckers in there, bro, who wasn't about that. You know what I'm saying? And when mm-hmm. Trump was in office, they was showing their ass, bro. Like I I done heard some some racist ass shit, and I done heard that motherfuckers done heard some racist ass shit, and it was like crazy, bro. Like, but. Mm-hmm. Majority of the motherfuckers is gone out of there now, but she was she was wild, bro. And I was telling people like uh, at my job who they they not necessarily white, but they ain't black. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was explaining to them like if I was to not talk to one of my coworkers, it would be simply because they said something disrespectful or they said something hurtful to a to to the people that I come from. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? But why did they say that? They're not retaliating from anything. They literally just feel like that. Thought they was raised. The fact that I'm alive, like just because I'm here, like I ain't even did shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I'm like, bro, that's and a lot of people don't agree, but I'd be like, bro, but black people can't be racist, bro. Like we can be prejudiced. Mm-hmm. Like we can look exactly. at white I said, yeah, mm-hmm. and judge them based off of other white people. We can right. be prejudiced, but we can't be racist because we can't systematically affect them. Right. And if black people feel any type of way towards a white person, it's simply because what happened? Did <laughs> something to them, or because black history and they know that the the system is fucked up towards us towards us because of how they set it up. We it's all, every no matter how you look at it, black fe- black people being angry at something is always going to be the retaliation of something that they did. Right. Yeah. Like us, mm-hmm. nothing. Like right. Fuck him. Why? Because he's alive. Like you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That <laughs> that's, shit is that's crazy. What that's what makes it racism. We can't be black people. Can't be racist. Right. Yeah. yeah. We really, we literally can't, bro. There's no yeah. way. Like you said, we're if anything, we're reacting. Yeah, we react. It's you know always what I'm saying? we're like, the oppressed, bro. Hey, <laughs> like, shit, y'all get the fuck up out of here. Hey, you seen uh, American Skin? No, I need to see it. I heard that shit. I heard that I shit was called and uh, what's it called? Jesus, Jesus and the Black Judas, or Judas and the Black Messiah, or something like that. That shit coming I out. That. Yeah, what that shit. That shit gonna be called. I think so. I don't know. I, I got to check on Facebook, bro. I've been seeing a lot of people sharing and shit. Oh, no, 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 no. That's dude yeah, from Judas uh, and the Black Messiah. Yeah, that's... off Get Out. Yeah. No, no, no. I think what's when the 20, I think it come out on the, don't it come out on the 12th, the 28th? Something, something, one of them. Yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah, I don't think it's out yet, though. Uh, It'll probably be out by the time this air, but. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it's out right now. No, yeah, it ain't out yet. We close. Right. Yeah, I got to check that out. Hell yeah. So I forgot to ask you this, bro. Despite all the bad things and craziness that we could talk about from 2020, mm-hmm. uh, what is something positive that you take from 2020? Is there something that you value more that you didn't value going into 2020? Like what what did 2020 uh make you value more than anything? Time. Uh, it made me value time, yeah. whether it's spending time with a person or taking too long to do something or not appreciating something. Time. I feel like time, time is a very, 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 very valuable thing Um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, when you a kid, you really, you really take for granted. And even now I feel we still, we still got more future in front of us than past behind us. Um, But still, like, I remember when I was a kid, bro, like I used to do, do some reckless ass shit, bro, whether it was flipping in the alleys and Flipping on beds and shit. You remember you used to try to do a backflip and you ain't go all the way up and end on your neck and shit. Like, you know, shit yeah, like right. Or, or when I got older and like me and my cousins, bro, we used to be trapping for real. Like, not trapping, like, you know how you used to say trapping when you walk, walk right, around. Yeah, trapping, yeah, walk. <laughs> <laughs> so niggas used to be trapping. A little, little Milwaukee lingo there for y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trapping. Uh, we used to walk from 29th and 29th and Ruby. So right there on Atkinson. We'll yeah. But we'll walk from 29th and Ruby uh, all the way to the other end of 29th and Hampton. We'll walk down to 19th and Hampton, where my uncle stayed at. Then we'll walk from 19th and Hampton um, up to 52nd and Hampton. Then we'll walk back down because it was summertime. And it was 
for the night, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, walk yeah. down to 25th and Villard, then walk up to 92nd and Silver Spring. Like, and we just out here walking, bro. Like, yeah. out here, out here in the dark. Like, like it was just, it was, and I was like, bro, anything could have happened at any time, bro. We could have got mm-hmm. Up. Like we could have got hurt by some by some niggas out here, bro. Like it could have been anything because we was young, we young dudes. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, like I wouldn't be doing none of that shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I I got a car too, but shit, like I still like I wouldn't be out here trying to walk around, not, uh, walking the streets like that, bro. Like mm-hmm. that shit, wild, bro. I remember niggas. My bad. I remember when niggas like Milwaukee's just different now, bro. I think I feel like so many niggas trying to prove that they. That they hard. You remember, you remember when we went through that phase when everybody was trying to prove like we was harder than Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, she used to be, well, I remember niggas used to be able to go to, the, you remember you used to go to the park in the middle of the night? Niggas used to play hot and seat tag and shit in the park. Feeling mm-hmm. yeah. on, on the, you know, that. Nah, <laughs> niggas can't do that shit no more. Right. <laughs> like, you remember when niggas used to, uh, you know, you used to go get the, uh, go get the little street court. Put the little, put the little, yeah, beat. put the uh, garbage can on the back, can on the back of there. Nigga from down the street, you don't even know this, nigga. like, you don't right, know, exactly. But niggas was just cool like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, hey, bro, could I play? Like, yeah, bro, let's get it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you know, niggas be hacking, but it ain't, oh, you hacking me? All right, let me go back to my house, you know what I'm saying? What, right. no, that shit, bro, like, that's how you made friends, that's how you got to know, niggas. You can't do none of that shit now. And it toughens you up too, man. Motherfucker hacking you. Like growing up in the, the, the streets, especially the north side of Milwaukee. Shit, all over Milwaukee, man. If you if you ever play street basketball, bro, and motherfuckers from around the corner just come up and ask to play. Like shit, that, that shit, man. Like I said, it, it really toughened us up. These kids taught nowadays don't know nothing about that shit. Taught niggas how to fight, taught niggas how, yeah. how to interact with other niggas. You know what I'm how saying? To rib, all that shit. All of that shit, bro. <laughs> You know, a nigga, you don't know he get the ribbon. He ain't finna hold back. Shit, he don't know you. You know, right. what I mean? like, niggas finna talk crazy. Like, mm-hmm. but that's how you got cool with niggas. I remember niggas used to go up to Lincoln all the fucking time. Like, the shit used to be different, bro. Now, I mean, niggas still be up at the courts and shit, but ain't like, the same. I remember the shit used to be packed all day, all day, all day. Like, and shit, shit just weird now. Like, everybody want to be a. Everybody want to be a street nigga, bro. And they be like, bro, you can be, um, you can be, you can be a solid dude who defend yourself, right? You have, you, and you ain't gotta be no street nigga, bro. And that, exactly. and that's something that's something I talk about in my in my raps too, because you know I rap, mm-hmm. and uh, I be trying to explain that to folks. Like, no, I ain't no, I ain't no street dude. Like, I'm not out here looking for looking to cause no problem with nobody or nothing like that. Like, I'm cool. I ain't out here got ops and all that weird ass shit. I got people right. I don't get along with ops as far as that. But, like, you know, I ain't no street nigga. But you ain't got to be a street nigga to have a firearm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to exactly. be a street nigga to protect yourself. You can just be a solid individual and protect yourself. That's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can go laugh, have fun, get to know people. You ain't got to be out here slinging dough or none of that. You know what I'm saying? You can just mm-hmm. be and protect yourself. Right. You ain't got to be out here playing in the streets, bro. You can be a solid dude. And being solid is what's going to make you real. Being true to yourself is what make you real. You ain't got to go out here and prove to no nigga that you a killer, bro. And I feel like a lot of niggas is out here trying to do that. And that is what's causing a lot of issues. Yeah. And stop stealing the damn cars, man. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking about that as you was talking. That's another thing, man. This this totally shit has to come to a stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really do. I see a lot of people um on social media there there is a lot of people who who's fed up with the distilling 
It's people who's fed up with the violence. It's people yeah. who's fed like fed up with a lot of things. But we have to be the ones to change it. You know what I'm saying? Us, us uh, moving around or following whatever the next person doing based off whatever we see on social media. You know what I'm saying? We need to all come together, collaborate, contribute, and turn this shit into what we want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody gonna give it to us. You know they ain't gonna give it to us. They definitely ain't. They're they're, they're they just not, bro. We can we can retweet, repost, uh, protest, do whatever the fuck we want. They're not gonna give it to us, man. We gotta go get this shit, bro. Now you know what I you know what I can't understand. I can understand niggas who, uh, do shit because it's they have to survive. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I don't agree with it. But I understand it. Mm-hmm. What I don't get is the self-hating ass nigga. Like the nigga who just hate himself so much that he hate every black person. Like the nigga who the nigga who will walk clean past. Not and I'm not, I don't agree with nobody robbing nobody. I don't agree with nobody stealing. I don't agree with none of that shit, but I'm just making a point. Mm-hmm. A nigga will walk straight past a white a white dude getting into a biz. Walk straight past the nigga. To go steal a Honda Accord from a black person. Right. Who probably, who's, man. Like, that's so, that's so crazy to me. Like, you bro, you, you just, you're still, you're still from somebody who look like you, not from a Hispanic, not from an Asian. Now, now, don't get me wrong. There are people out here who, who steal from whoever. Well, that's not the point I'm making. But the point I'm saying right. is, it's niggas out here who only steal from niggas. Right. Like, like, I, like, I stay, I stay over here in the hood, bro. Mm. Why the fuck I walk down the street and I gotta worry about a nigga, a nigga on some bullshit with me? But if a white person can walk through the hood, not saying something should happen, but they ain't worried about shit. <laughs> right though. Like, right. Don't tell, right. tell. First of all, come on, bro. Like white people already good in fucking Franklin, fucking cut a hay. Like they already right. on the south side, South Milwaukee. They good over there. Like, let me be good at my shit. Like, right, let, exactly. let, 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 let <laughs> cut a hand get robbed or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, why that shit gotta happen at where I'm at? Why do y'all gotta come for me? Mm-hmm. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Right, you right. Another thing, um, I don't know if I heard this on a podcast or I seen it on social media, I don't remember. But um uh this this goes back to 2020. Yeah. Um, when all these white supremacists is acting crazy and doing whatever, they can do whatever they want. They reckless, right? Yeah. Where's all the street niggas then? You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Where's all the street tough guys? Y'all need to be yeah. airing these white, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to be airing them out. Y'all so street, y'all so tough. They doing whatever they want. They saying they killing niggas in the street. The police is doing it. Y'all shoot at the police or do nothing. Everybody's so tough, but y'all not fighting the real enemy. You know what I'm saying? Kind of piggybacking on what you're saying there. You feel me? Rick Ross, Rick Ross definitely said it. He was like, he was like, cops kill a nigga. Don't nobody gang bang, because niggas, niggas claim that they gang bangers or they street niggas, and they be like, bro, if you look at the history of that shit, bro, that shit was to pr- protect our people, bro. Right. And it's like niggas in that shit too, man. Yeah, niggas out here getting killed by the police and all that shit. I'll be sitting here waiting, like I'm trying to wait for a nigga to be like such and such street nigga. Bust into the house of such and such alleged cop who got off with no charge. Like I'll be like, that's my nigga. Like, you know, not perpetuating violence. Right. At the same time, like, bro, why like 
y'all y'all gonna steal from us y'all killing kids mm-hmm. like I, I, first of all i feel like the streets owe so much to the black community itself y'all done kill so many kids y'all done kill mamas daughters all type of shit mm-hmm. bro there was no women and children Man, y'all killing any and everybody. The least y'all can do is go handle one of these motherfuckers who doing our people wrong. At least, at least, like just one. Like just give us one. Like one. Y'all done take this little three year old girl over here. This little six year old over here. This little little baby over here who was in the car seat. Y'all and y'all. Y'all y'all can't just go knock this nigga off one time. Right. No, but let but let a but let a old. Old seventy year old black man be getting too slow at the light. Man, ready to fight him. He should probably even be in the car trying to go get some medicine or something. He driving too slow for you. The light turned green and he made you wait two seconds. You quick to pull your gun out and try to flash your gun to a seventy year old man, mm-hmm. but a motherfucking white supremacist cop kill kill some black folks or a little little kid, little black boy or something get killed and your bitch ass ain't do nothing. Right. Like, come on, dog. Like, come on. Like, I feel like the street niggas, I feel like the street niggas is supposed to be our our army. Mm -hmm. That's what they used to be. Yeah, they supposed to be our Black Panthers. Like, you know who, you know what was called? You remember when they had the, I don't I forget what the name of the group was, but they was at the little meeting spot for the KKK, and they was all standing up in there. They had the guns on them and everything. Recently? This was no, this wasn't. This was back when uh this was when Trump was in office. Type shit. Oh no. You're gonna have to find that shit for me real quick. I got you right now. Uh all right, black armed protesters march through Georgia Confederate Memorial. Yep. I can't stand ass. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, we need some shit like that. See, little army though. That, they was up in there where um where they be having the uh, KKK rallies and shit. At. Oh yeah. See, we need more groups like that. That's going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. if you a street nigga, bro, like, come on, like, be that. But like, don't just be that to us. The fuck, like, don't just be that to your people, though. Like, be that mm-hmm. to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, give everybody the smoke, man. Go get that ass up out of here. <laughs> oh, don't do that, yeah. y'all. Nonviolence, bro. Nonviolence, I'm, y'all. Nonviolence. I'm just saying. I'm just. I, I don't. I don't advocate for violence. I feel like anything can be done peacefully, but you know what I'm saying. I'm. We just I, saying. Shit. If that's what you. Want, <laughs> then do it for your people. Right. Do it for people who look like you. Shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's when all it's all said and done, man, when the smoke clears, uh, what should people say when they hear the name Pete Tay, Purple Tay? Man, there's so much they can say. They can be like, that boy can paint. That boy can cook. That boy can sing. That boy can rap. He's a, he, that boy can talk. That boy can. He, 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 he a good guy. I don't know, man. I just, I, I know I'm gonna be somebody great. I don't know how great, but any level of greatness is great. So, I don't know. 
I just we I know are, we are great now. You feel me? Yeah, yes, sir. We are the history. We are the history. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be something great. I just I just want when people hear my name, bro. I just want them to think of. I don't want them to think of somebody who who's who's great at making music. I want the. I want I want to be able to touch, um, with my music. I want to be able to touch the the. I want to be able to touch niggas. I want to be able to touch women. In the in music, not the the R Kelly way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to pause like a motherfucker. Um. I want to let niggas know, like, or, or as far as, like, kids, I want to let young boys know, like, bro, you can be a solid nigga. You ain't got to be a street nigga to be a solid nigga. You don't have to be a street nigga to be a real nigga, bro. Like, if you a street nigga, you, be, you can be a street nigga and be a real nigga and a solid dude, too. But don't feel like that's the only way you can be a solid nigga. And don't feel like that's the only way you can protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you be a street dude, you be a regular guy and you just protect yourself, protect your family, protect your loved ones, and it's okay. Don't go around here perpetrating to be something that you're not. Um, you can have fun in life. Uh, you can achieve anything that you want to achieve. And uh, hard work pays off. So, like I said, I've been doing this I've been doing this 12 years. I feel like I feel even me like I don't know like when I be hearing myself talk sometimes I be feeling like I'm already where I want to be but I'm just, my I feel mentally I'm there I'm just waiting for the reality to catch up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so y'all heard it here first. I've been doing this for twelve years, y'all. Clearly, y'all <laughs> y'all gonna see this interview and then turn around and be like, damn, he on he 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 on. I just heard it. Well, he was saying he was doing this for twelve years. He on man like yeah like yeah I'm on I'm on now so. That's it's definitely coming. how it's gonna work, man. The whole city gonna be on. You feel oh, me? Oh, telling we gonna be that hot spot of a uh, black excellence that that music capital, bro. It's coming. Lakia going crazy. I, I definitely believe she's going crazy. She's doing great things for the city. Mm-hmm. I don't know the behind the scenes, but the way the city is receiving her publicly, I think is good. Yes. I think that everybody receiving her and letting her do what she do, be from the city and put shine on the city is the best thing for us. The exactly. worst thing a nigga can do is some fuck shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. the worst thing a nigga can do. She's putting so much light on the city right now. She came back, shot her video here. She did her album release party. Yeah. Like, bro, she's doing so much for the city. Don't fuck up. She's she doing what she's doing. She can bring millions for everybody else. Right, exactly. She bring millions for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Everybody just make sure they don't have a problem being second and third, like I said, to bring this whole conversation full circle. <laughs> Be it is. I'd rather millionaire than to not be shit. Right, exactly. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> Where? Real. But yeah, man, that's all I got for you today, man. Any uh shout outs you want to do before you head out? Want to give us your social media, man? Man, shout out to the Loud Pod, man. Get shout, it. Out <laughs> shout out to Lakia. Shout out to Lawrence. Shout out to the city of Milwaukee, to all the street niggas, to all the non-street niggas, to all the solid niggas and real niggas. If not the rat, don't play that boy in the club, because we do not listen to rats, okay? Uh, shout out to all the young ladies, all the old ladies. Shout out to all the kids, man. Shout out to everybody, bro. Everybody just, everybody just turn up. Everybody be great. Cherish your life. Cherish your time and do the most with it. Go crazy, become the best you you can be, and then become better than that. 100%, 100%.
and what's your social media, man? Let us know where to reach you and give us a uh, nice little projected day for that album to come out. Man, yeah, listen. <laughs> so social media, uh, Instagram. I just prefer everybody to follow me on Instagram. Uh, at p u r p l one zero two five. Uh, wait, is that it? No, 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 no. That's not it. What is it? That was my other social media. Okay. P-U-R-P-L underscore T-A-E. Purple Tay. That's my social media. Don't try to do the other thing. Just let that go. Alright. Purple Tay. Um, man, with the project, dog. I'm going to tell you, bro. I'm dealing with these, with these producers, man. One of the producers is just moving hella slow with a lot of stuff. I don't think he believes in me, for real. Which is okay, you know, a lot of people really don't believe sometimes, you know, they just hop on the board and when shit pop off, it's all right, it's cool. Um, but it depends on that. Like right now, if he was to if he was to send me the shit that I needed from him to send, I have a whole project right now. Like I could just go ahead and be like, here y'all go. But moving slow for whatever reason, and then the songs that I got right now, I'm not finna I don't feel like the timing is right for those tracks. Some of the tracks is, yeah, we can go with them now, but some of those tracks, I feel like they're a little bit too ahead of the curve, and we got to at least start turning the bend before I can drop them. You know what I'm saying? So it's coming for sure. It's all it's all dependent on the on the producer. If the producer move right, y'all going to know because it's going to be dropping real quick and real hot. And then it takes a little bit longer, just know that somebody bullshit. <laughs> but we do know we got the video coming up soon, right? Yes, sir. I gotta, I'm going to go to uh, L.A. and shoot it. Um, with Brave, um, I got Eddie. He real fast with it, and that's another thing. We gonna talk about that later as far as videographers, man. Cause motherfuckers turn time be garbage, bro. You the video with a nigga, you don't get that shit back in two years. Like I don't even look like that no more. Like it's cool, but um, I got Eddie. He go crazy anytime. He turn my shit around quick. So um, I'm gonna go out there and shoot it with Eddie, man. Have a good time, and uh, once I get it, you know I'm gonna send it to you. So. For sure, for sure. Uh, hop on the uh, individual show, Loud Radio, man. You are now listening to Loud Radio. Loud. The hottest music podcast in the Midwest. Been at where you been at? Guess I ain't got enough going on to see you sleeping in your bunny. Yeah, and you still sleeping. Yeah, I don't care who ain't away. I'ma make it any day. So I'll go back home with my knees out and I'm fine with this. Back to the crib. I'll survive. Just know that I won't die like this. Fuck the bitches who wasn't waiting. Trying to money with Frankly, I'm Franks right now What the fuck is you saying? Motherfuckers ain't my friends No, nah, dang I ain't even in the mood for a nanny Big booty lace front with the bang I guess she see it now I see, I see She wants me to take a time I see, I see Sending action, six show and a decent attraction. Mix those with the drive and the passion. 
Explode in the ends is expanding. Oh, Nymphos strike pose and imagine. Oh, oh, hoes wanna know what'll happen when I make it to that place. So I'll go back home with my niggas sad and I'm fine with us. Back to the crib. I'll survive, just know that I won't die like this. Fuck the bitches who wasn't waiting. Watch when the money wins. Frankly, I'm Frank's right now. What the fuck is you saying? So I'll go back home with my niggas sad and I'm fine with us. Back to the crib. I'll survive, just know that I won't die like this. Fuck the bitches who wasn't waiting. Watch when the money wins. Frankly, I'm Frank's right now. What the fuck is you saying? Frankly, I'm Frank's right now. What the fuck is you saying? Frankly, I'm Frank's right now. What the fuck is you saying? Frankly, I'm Frank's right now. Stretch my head. 